What? How do you do, sir? Plug in the headphones, John. Give me a moment. Oh, at least you're using headphones. That's, that's a start. What thing did you say? I, I was uh, complimenting your use of headphones. It it helps immensely. Oh, yeah. You know me. I'm a sound guy, real, you know, uh, audiophile. Got to have the, only the best for my eardrums. Only the best for my Q-tips. Yeah. you crazy kids out there in pod person land welcome back to text before calling i'm your host sean fall joining yeah, me as always stop. man sean nasty why you're like a child why are you trying to sneak <laughs> it past me you're gonna get censored i suppose yeah um the the big bad censor on the other end of the skype there is mr eric the wheelman wheeler i just had a high life uh the the beer yeah why the- um, because my girlfriend's parents are in town and her stepfather prefers the high life. <laughs> ah, oh, wow. That's, now, here's um, something. Go, on, go ahead. I, no, I just, um, that, that seems like a, uh, uh, something that would be an affront to the, the palate of the wheelman. You know, I gotta say, I haven't had one in a while. You can do a lot worse than a high life. <laughs> it's is certainly, it, isn't that the champagne of beer? Yes, but don't be. What's I don't know how to pronounce it? Gauche, gauche. I think it's gauche. Gauche. Don't be gauche. I know how to say it, but I'm not exactly sure what it means. Is that just you, pompous? You em, you embody it. Oh, oh no, gauche is like crude, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That I embody certainly. I'll take that credit. Uh, no, but like you know, the high life is certainly on a different playing field than your Coors Light or your Budweiser. Really? Oh yeah. Like, it's a much. It's you know it's like it's a really soft kind of creamy beer. I don't know if they have corn in it or what, but it's huh. just it's smooth. Are we going to have to go on a uh, uh, your dad's beer tasting tour sort of thing? I guess so. There's a place <laughs> there's a place in Glendale called the Glendale Tap that famously has Miller High Life on nitro. Is this this, this what does nitro mean? So so basically, when you go to a, the difference between drinking beer at a bottle and drinking beer at a bar is the delivery system. And they use carbon dioxide and a small mixture of nitrogen to move the beer from the keg to the tap to the handle okay. to your glass. Sure. So because of that, it has a slightly different chemical composition. So that's why a lot of people prefer beer on draft because it tastes fresher because it has CO2. It's more bubbly, more carbonated. Um, it is a slightly different beverage that you're Imbibing. I see. Now, what uh, what uh, this nitro is means? Than your your nitro burning funny car. Yeah, this isn't. This has nothing to do with too fast, too furious. Okay. Um, you're not turning on the Nas. <laughs> um, basically, all it means is a higher proportion. I think normally there's something like five or ten percent nitrogen. Hmm. You bump it up to like twenty, thirty percent nitrogen. So it's like so, flammable. Um, well, I guess it's always flammable. <laughs> it is alcohol. A well, beer uh, isn't. It's got to be over fifty percent to be flammable. Is that true? Yeah. 
That sounds like an Alex Jones fact. <laughs> uh, no, I believe that's an actual fact. I, the, it's hard to separate in my brain the real facts from the fake facts, but you know. The beer's turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Is that did the see, code for the did, French? No, did you see that uh, that vine? No. I don't. It's out of context, of course, but everything you uh, say is out of context. But it, it has him saying something about the waters turning the freaking frogs gay. Oh, this is and, a direct Alex Jones quote. Yes, and yeah. then he starts slamming his fist on the counter and says, <laughs> "I've had enough of this crap." Wow. Anyway, gay frogs, to, huh? Gay frogs. I mean, you got to take a stand somewhere, I guess. How can gay know. frogs even be interpreted as a as a problem, though? If anything, they're a correction or solution. Yeah, aren't frogs the ones that can like kind of uh, hop back and forth between genders anyway? Uh, pun you, intended. Was that pun intended? It uh, it was realized as an afterthought and think, taking credit for. Think about this, Sean. Yeah. Frogs are more sexually progressive than most human beings. Oh, just their uh, sort of uh, ambiguity? Yeah, I mean, HB2, HB2, yeah, right? That's the North Carolina thing? HB2? The the bat the stupid bathroom gender law. Oh, where you, have to, you have to show like your birth certificate when you walk into a restroom. <laughs> totally. Uh, show yeah, me your that, tattoo. That, that would never pass in Frogtown. Ah, gotcha. They won't stand for that. <laughs> they understand gender is a fluid construction. Are are you actually familiar with this HB two situation? Well, it's from my you know. Yeah, um, your home. That's why I'm asking. Your hometown uh, yes. brethren are uh, up in arms. Yes, it's it's from the hillbilly place of my youth. Oh, is the the my lost, hillbilly? Is it like specifically coming from your people? Well, I mean, it's coming from North Carolina. Yeah, but your your hillbilly no, brethren. No, no, it's oh, actually okay. it's funny. Western North Carolina is way more liberal. Like Asheville, which is in Western North Carolina, is sort of like the hippie mecca of the southeast. And it's you like, are Western North Carolina. Yeah, so okay. we're 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 mountain folk. Right on. I don't know geography. There's so well, it's just it's a slightly different culture. Not to say that it's liberal or progressive or anything. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's not the sort of hardcore republicanism gotcha. that you see. That's literally all from the East Coast. Hmm. So the East Coast of North Carolina is intensely conservative. Gotcha. And that's where basically all of the like the Jesse Helmses and those guys come from the East Coast. And so Pat McCroy and all of his fucking apes. In the state legislature, they all come from the eastern side, and there it's kind of fascinating to see it actually happen. You can actually witness old, scared white people trying to enact all of the crazy conservative laws they can before demographics push them out forever. <laughs> gotcha. Just because kind of a, they a know stitch effort. To... They understand it's the last time this is going to happen. Gotcha. Like even with the gerrymandering. Even with you know rigging the election, even with the voter ID laws, eventually time is against them. They will be pushed out. And They're just trying to delay the inevitable. Are, are you are you aware of the actual method or mode of enforcement for this bathroom situation? Um, I don't know what the enforce. I mean, that's you know that's a smaller concern, but yeah, it's idiotic. It's like who's supposed to be enforcing this? The fucking cops? Like, is someone going to like? You know, people were making fun of it because you have a person who is, you know, post-op who mm-hmm. looks like a man yeah, yeah. walking into a woman's restroom, and that's way more, you know, attention drawing. Or, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh no, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm just wondering. I think that makes can, people way more uncomfortable, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, you know, at least um, 
putting up the appearance of one or the other, whether, you know, wherever you fall on the spectrum, it uh, certainly eases the tension, I would think, for the, the normies. No, it's just, you know, it's political grandstanding. It's just a stupid fucking gesture for the stupidest people in the state. Yeah, totally. It's just, just basically saying we stand with you against not even the future. <laughs> we stand with you against the present. That, yeah, it, it just doesn't like and do, I Yeah. Are they planning on creating a space for the other then? No, or? there's no there is no foresight. There is no plan. Again, this is yeah, purely yeah. reactionary. Just we are scared of uh, things in the world and we will band together and, you know, stand up against the mi- the remaining minor- minorities that we can still, you know, discriminate against in our little corner of the world. Maybe I'm just in denial, but it, it just seems like that it's just not possible. Like, I, it just seems like it's all fake. Like, none of that even, like, can possibly even be happening. That's just so well, outside of the, the you know, the, the, the standard of normality or the, the ridiculous quotient. I mean... I know it's such an obvious example, but you look at like there is such a thing as political pushback. Yeah, true. And it's it's crazy to me to be like, oh, we elected Obama, like that's cool. We did mm-hmm. it twice, regardless of what I think of him as a politician. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sociologically, Everyth- that's cool. Everything ebbs um, and flows, though. And then you see, probably, I I mean, I wouldn't say it's any more than thirty percent of the country, but thirty percent of the country is rapidly psychotically opposed to him for the very reason some people like him just because mm. he's you know black dude and it's like nothing he does will ever be good because he is a black man I, and there's a certain portion of the country that is just the most openly racist i've ever seen in my <laughs> lifetime like yeah the, that, yeah the dog whistles have been put away it's just he he is black he is muslim i don't trust him he is not like me and to me, it's just kind of shocking to see things actually run in reverse. I just feel like that's just such a vocal minority that's that's you know sort of perpetrated by the media for us to sort of but feed upon. They have become more vocal. They're definitely more vocal, but I don't think that they're any more of a majority than they ever were. No, or, I don't think so either. But they have a, a bigger platform, and I guess what I'm saying is, I grew up in a place that was fairly conservative, but mm. not like this. Yeah, true. Like. Like, and I understand, you know, the media covers it because people are interested in it and it's more colorful and it gets the clicks and the views and stuff. Exactly. But like, they're not making it up. These people are real. Mm. You know, they're not constructions of a journalist in Williamsburg. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that they're like, uh, fake actors or whatever. I'm, I'm saying more that they're, yeah, they're not plants. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm, I'm just saying that the, the, the media coverage of them is disproportionate. And it, it is, you know, just there to instill this sort of battle that goes back and forth. Um, I understand that. I guess my point is, and maybe I'm mistaken because it's all anecdotal on my end. Mm-hmm. It really feels what's scary to me is it feels like their numbers have grown. They're not the majority. They never will be the majority. But just in my small circumstantial view, it seems like those kinds of people are more numerous than they were even four or eight years ago. Even in like your your life, though, not just yeah, I mean, if you were to like turn off the news and unplug, would you still have that feeling? I mean, do you know people personally that are espousing these views? Yeah, really? Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm just a hermit and don't engage with the rest of society, so I have a false view of the dichotomy. I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, would you care to elaborate? I mean, like, <laughs> who are these people? I mean, I know people who think that Obama is secretly a Muslim. <laughs> like, the thing that blows my mind, okay, let's say he was a Muslim. Fine, that's a different conversation. What blows my mind is they think that he is lying about it. <laughs> they think that he has somehow tried to, like, that he's either ashamed or that he's, like, you know, doing something nefarious with his Muslim brothers. And it's like, first of all, wow. it's not true, obviously. Yeah. But secondly, it's like, you you won't even... T- him at his word like there's plenty of stuff to dislike obama about that he's done and said straightforwardly you Mm -hmm. don't have to look for things like that to me has been another real turn in politics is people like when people attack hillary clinton on the second amendment thing Mm -hmm. i don't like hillary clinton but the idea that she is trying to abolish the second amendment is just fantasy like this is pure projection just oh, I, like the, I'm not sure about. Um, I think that is her goal. I don't think that to you, abolish the Second Amendment. I, I I definitely think that she would. Well, okay, I, she thinks Based it's a better place what? if we can. But yeah. Based on what though? What statement has she ever made saying I want to do? I don't want anyone to own a gun ever. Well, no, that and, wouldn't be politically expedient. And if she is anything, she is politically no, there, expedient. There, I mean, there are people who believe that. What makes you think she is one of them? Uh, she, yeah, I mean, she's always been one of the biggest proponents okay. of all gun banning measures. I mean, the Brady Bill, all of that stuff was uh, but just because, largely just pushed because by you're her. in favor of gun control. Mm-hmm. Okay, just because you're in favor of gun control doesn't mean you're automatically in favor of the most extreme version of it. Um, I, that's like saying, that's like saying just because George Bush wanted to invade Iraq, he necessarily wanted to invade Russia because he just loves invading places. She has been in favor of the most extreme versions of all of the legislation that has come. Have any of them involved abolishing the sec? This is what I'm saying is, is that's what I mean by a projection. Well, you no, can cause, oppose because that's not how she works, man. You, you can't <sighs> work in that, that large scale. This is, this is the same. Obama secret Muslim logic though like well he couldn't say it because it wouldn't fly politically but he goes to the meetings and he knows the people and he gets it done secretly and he's <laughs> working with them you know he couldn't say it because that wouldn't work but it's definitely like if you if you follow the clues and if you put together the jigsaw puzzle then it's all there well, you just I, have to dig for it I, I do think the Muslim thing is a little ridiculous but do you not, a little do ridiculous it's 100% ridiculous y- yes but do you it, do you not acknowledge the fact that there are other motivations beyond what politicians say at the podium of course there are but what i'm saying is when p okay for example, when people attack Donald Trump, they attack Donald Trump and quote him. Mm-hmm. They do not project saying, oh, I think he meant this. They say, here is what he said. The, but there's there's also a lot of projection and connotation in, in what that means. And in the soundbite culture that we live in, that's, that's just the general norm for everyone. I when mean, he, everyone okay. is taken out of context. When he said, I want to ban Muslims from entering them, the United States, this was not a projection. <laughs> no, that no, was certainly. literally the quote. Yeah, yeah no, he, he wears his heart he on took his sleeve. You don't have to do it too much with him, but yes, it is. But gone. what I'm saying is not everyone is an extremist. That is an extremist view. You can hold a view without being an extremist one way or the other. Certainly. You can, you can, be a, you can favor gun rights without thinking that there should not be any laws at all. Oh, and, yeah, rights. I mean, you, you can— Just, you that's can like never know said, what's in oh, the heart well, of another man. That That's sure. certainly. Well, okay, but you can also fucking talk to him. You can ask him what he thinks, and you can take him at his word. Oh, yeah, if and to- I'm just in a point me, where I would never believe Hillary Clinton. That, I mean, that's, okay. that's, that's just me. Uh, that's fine. I, I understand that. 
But I guess what I'm saying is if you told me, hey, I'm a member of the NRA, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't immediately assume like, oh, well, you must think that, you know, everyone should have AK-47s and assault rifles and you must really enjoy killing people because you're a member of the NRA. Like that is the most extreme possible interpretation of what you said. But that's not a fair thing to assume. Right. But Hillary has certainly earned her reputation. Uh, okay. No one in America has ever campaigned on the promise of abolishing the Second Amendment. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't. Just like, just like no Republican has ever said, I will abolish the First Amendment. Right. And they, it, most of them haven't said that they would abolish abortion. You know, it's, it's a— But that's not in the Bill of Rights, brother. I suppose. Yeah, that's a good point. They are, or Trump is uh, going on abolishing the press, but that's a whole other thing. He's funny, man. <laughs> Just because, you know, his relationship with the press has been so symbiotic and so mutually beneficial oh, yeah. for the last month or so. Well, the, his whole campaign. I mean, that's... That... I mean, yeah, he, he managed to run a successful primary campaign without spending pretty much any money at all. Exactly, yeah. He, and then, he, and then he claims these people want to destroy him. It's like, dude, you just paid for a bunch of people's salaries for eight months. Like, well, I think they are now realizing what they've done, and they are kind of trying to destroy him. Like, I've, I've, I have not seen any pro-Trump press. That I mean, that that has almost um, never been the case. Again, to c- circle back on what we're saying, literally, the NRA is the only group supporting Donald Trump. In the, the KKK NRA has spent the, the six nationals. million dollars on ads, more than Donald <laughs> Trump has spent, I think, for himself. Uh, well, he loaned himself the fifty million, and then he like <laughs> stopped the loan. Or whatever, I mean, this but... has got to be like a Ben Carson thing, right? Where like he's basically just lining his own pockets and then quitting. That that was certainly the uh, the original um, assumption, but I think he just got in too deep and is now you know just not going to back down. Um, he kind of is backing down though. If you read his recent yeah, speeches, he's like, well, you know, we might lose, but you know, you can always kill her, I guess. Well, no, I mean, like, yeah, that, that's a whole other fucking thing, but the, it, uh, you know, he's not going to back down in the sense that he w- wouldn't give it up to any other Republican. Like losing the race is not the same as backing down. Um, I still contend that he is going to say it's rigged, I can't possibly win, and he's going to quit rather than face what will be a landslide defeat. Well, I've been saying that's going to be the um, kind of the the only possible winning Republican strategy is the October surprise is get uh, Trump backs down and someone else steps in, someone that is you know, me- you know ra- I- moderately reasonable, and then the entire campaign that Hillary has built about how Trump, how much Trump sucks, is just completely useless, and we get to a point where we have an actual debate. Two things: one, can you even imagine? If Mitt Romney was the campaign or was the um, candidate for this year, hmm. they would be up by twenty nine points. Oh yeah, anyone, anyone that was sane would be beating her right now. Uh, and point number two, I read that it would take them just because of the all the red tape and bureaucracy. It would take them somewhere between six and eight weeks to get a candidate on all the different state ballots. So even if Trump dropped out, he would have to drop out by mid September oh, right for the for the RNC to even be able to legally feel the candidate. Hmm. So if he drops out in October, it's too late. Uh, I, I, I feel like if the entire Republican party put their muscle behind it, a write-in candidate would be possible. 
Uh, certainly very difficult, but it is still a possibility. What's that guy's name? Reince Priebus? Reince Priebus? Oh, is that the uh, the VP? No, that's the, the RNC chairman. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. In, in Priebus, all things are possible. Just remember to text Just to cast some more stones here, I was reading about Trump appealing to the evangelicals. What fucking religion does Donald Trump claim to be? Like, does he claim he's Catholic? Does he claim he's Lutheran? I always assumed he was some one of the shitty uh, denominations, like Unitarian or something. Yeah, I just kind of thought it was like non-denominational Christian. That's the thing about being, you know, a Protestant Christian. What do you, um, Christian, believe in, you know, the resurrection or whatever. Secret atheist. You don't have to be real specific. Yeah. As long as yeah. you repent on your deathbed. Christianity. If it feels good, do it. <laughs> this has been another episode of Politinkering. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye, Sean. <laughs> <laughs>